Hi, everyone. I'm Sandra Ingerman, and welcome to the Shaman's Cave. And I'm Renee Barbo, and we are really excited to be together and to be with you today. And speaking about being together, our topic is about traveling solo. And this is the, the time of the holy days, and people start to feel isolated or alone, and they might not be with the people they love. And Sandra and I thought we'd have a conversation about it, because in our own ways, no matter that we're around a lot of people, we're both solo travelers. Absolutely. I was, I was telling Renee, I know that this is a really important topic for people. I really know it is. And we all address it in our um, Facebook posts and social media posts uh, around the holidays of where you're with us. Those of you who feel alone, you're not alone. We love you. We know that this is a big issue. I was telling Renee today, I'm such an introvert that I love holidays because <laughs> I can be completely alone. Everybody leaves me alone on the holidays. <laughs> and I can have the silence that I absolutely crave. But I understand that that is not true for everybody. I understand that most people are more social than I am. And, and you know, it's tough. And one of the pieces of advice that I like to give people, I know a lot of people are alone because they have some kind of disability. And so it becomes a little bit trickier with this. But if you don't, and you can go out, um, number one, being in nature, you never feel alone. You forget there's a holiday and you're just immersed in beauty and immersed in joy and awe and wonder. And what better way to spend a holiday? But I've done things like I volunteered for soup kitchens. I volunteered to do things. And boy, you're right in automatic community. You're, you're immediately in automatic community if you volunteer anywhere or if there's a meditation group or a church group that um, you like to be a, a part of, all of a sudden you're with people. Mm -hmm. So I believe that um, being solo on holidays is a choice for a lot of people in that there is a way to get out, again, unless you are disabled and it's not a possibility for you. Mm. I was thinking about it because this week I wrote something about why I started the fire tenders gathering. And it was because for me, holidays were such a horrific time in my, in my youth. And then even in the, my mid youth, when I was doing a lot of drinking and drugging, it was like, it was, it was a down day because I, no matter when I was drinking and drugging, I was still doing a lot of working because I'm good for working. So I hear, but it would be like, it would be, it would be a day of despondency. And what, what you just said about showing up to feed the homeless is of an act of service. I turned my loneliness into service, and then I was never feeling alone again or never left alone again. And over the years, uh, this is the 12th annual fire tenders gathering, because I knew that, that a lot of people, like the people who are, are homebound, can light a candle, they can, even if it's a battery operated candle or put a purple flame around yourself, that you can be part of a community of other people and not feel so alone. And it shifted for me. And, and now 
No, I love the holidays. In fact, the yesterday I'm leaving like before Christmas. I'm going back to the desert for a month. And I was there like, well, I got to put up a Christmas tree. And my friend said, but it's only going to be up for a couple of weeks. And I'm there like, yeah, but I got to put up a Christmas tree. <laughs> so, you know, I bought this little one and I thought like, well, maybe that would do. But I've made it a celebration of my own year, my own self, my own achievements, the things that I still want to accomplish. And and I, I, I made it with friends. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been dealing with this issue, frankly, for my whole life. I, um, when I was young, when I was really young, um, uh, Jesus used to come to my bed every night, every mm-hmm. single And he would stand over me. He would just stand over me. He wouldn't say anything. He would have his hand up and he would just stand over me. And so I actually became uh, a devout Christian. (laughs) I wasn't, I did not grow up in a culture that was Christian. And I had to always hide my crosses. (laughs) And so when Christmas came, I had nobody to celebrate the birth birth of Christ with. I had nobody to celebrate with. I was just a young kid. And so I created my own rituals and I created my own own little space and um, just did my own celebrations as a child. And so I guess that stuck with me throughout Mm -hmm. my life, you know, where... I, I don't get into a place of I don't have anything to do. If I want something to do, I can go out and find something to do. There's always a church, and it doesn't mean a Christian church, as you know. All these metaphysical churches, shamanicteachers.com, my website, where I have teachers and practitioners, I'm absolutely sure that if you go on there, that there are people doing groups, um, drumming circles and groups for the holidays who have no place to join. So there's lots of places that um, you can go to. And then, um, wow, what an opportunity too, if you're traveling alone to meet new people, mm-hmm. meet new people who have different perspectives, meet new people who think differently um, and who don't necessarily trigger you like your families. <laughs> I, I, I I read a whole column in the news yesterday on how, how to uh, deal with your family triggering you on um, on holidays, you know. And there are other ways to, there's so many different ways to connect. And people are looking to connect right now. People are looking in the times that we're living in, people are looking to connect right now. There's this old saying, how to test your spiritual conditioning, go visit your family at the holidays. And you'll, you'll always know just how you're doing. Uh, last year in the Wind Clan, we did, uh, we did some Christmas caroling. I sent out sheets of music and it was a little hard on Zoom, but we had a whole lot of fun. Um, so I love to, to carol and I love to sing. And, and a few years ago, I don't really care which church it is or what synagogue it is or, you know, what, what temple it is. Because to me, they're all holy, and they all have spirit there. And so uh, a couple of years ago, I went to the Catholic church by, by my house because they had the money and they had the choir. 
And so they were singing and I, I, cause I wanted to hear the carols. And then every time, if you have a, you know, an issue with what the priest is saying, every time the priest said the word, I would change the word with the wind and it worked perfectly. And then the wind. Oh yeah, yeah, that works. <laughs> and because, you know, truthfully, the wind was there first and then, then became the word and then became the Holy Spirit and then became Ruach. So if you, if, if it goes against what you believe, just flip a word, listen to the carols. And trust me, when you're sitting in a room with a few hundred people singing joy to the world, it, it transforms you each and every time. But if you go there, judgmental, whatever opinion about it, probably won't work. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot for us to look at during these times because there's so many different ways to connect. There's so much inner work that we need to do also around um, our past memories of being with our families and our past memories, whether they were good or bad, a lot comes up for people, especially um, Woods and I were talking about this this morning, um, people who suffered a loss, a, a, a loss of a, a, a mate or um, a, a family member, um, you know, recently. It is tough to go through a holiday then because you're filled with the memories and, and what you're missing. And um, it's a time of grief for a lot of people. And then for a lot of people, um, uh, they don't want to celebrate um, because they have too many memories of it being a really difficult time with their family. Their families were abusive, judgmental, drank, drank too much, whatever. Um, and so there's all kinds of things that come up. And so we have this amazing opportunity of what's still burdening us. We're mm -hmm. reaching the end of, a, of this year. What is still burdening us that we can let go of? And so, you know, when I write all my things for um, social media for the holidays, I write it for the solstice um, to include everybody because so that we are one. And so we are one community. And um, it is time for us to let go of the things that didn't work for us. And it is time for us to celebrate the things that speak to us and are important to us. And Christmas actually doesn't speak to everybody. And so, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not a time of loneliness for a lot of people. So the point I'm trying to make is we're, we're all going through our different uh, rides uh, through the river of life around holidays of the memories that are getting triggered, the good ones, the bad ones. I wish it could be like this. I, I wish I could um, replicate some of the things I did back in the past. Um, and then um, what are you dealing with now? What are you dealing with right this moment? And what what's the healing that has to happen? What's the work that you have to do? And are you willing to volunteer and help out other people if, um, if you're really, really looking for a way to serve and to be in community? Um, what are the choices? What are the opportunities that you have? So there's a lot to look at. I see holidays as a way to go within and do my deepest inner work. 
I do, um, because everybody, that's the time when everybody leaves me alone. <laughs> and, you know, I'm, I'm more like, okay, I'm going to the cookie exchange and actually we're flying on Christmas Eve. So this will, you know, this, this is my mind. Oh, well, we better go right to the store right after we get off the airplane because all the grocery stores will be closed on Christmas Day. But the reason we're flying on Christmas Eve is because because um, my friend is going to a solstice gathering before and I'm leading the winter solstice gathering. And so, you know, like, so really, what are we missing? Or, you know, like... Other than if we don't go to the grocery store, we won't have any food because everything will be closed. But, you know, that type of it's more logistical than but than spiritual, because really going dark like you're talking about is about really going within the, you know, uh, yesterday when I was talking to someone, they were talking about that the earth pulls us, the moon pulls us like we're, we're, we're pulled by the gravity of the nature. And so no matter what you do or don't do or enjoy or don't enjoy and movie theaters are open again, you can, you're, it, the earth is going to pull you through that time and it's going to be another day and then you'll be through it and you'll be on to, you know, the joyous celebration of a new year coming right behind that. So know that when we say that this too will change, it's because nature changes, nature changes us. And how do you want to be with your nature? Do you want to be alone? Mm -hmm. I remember when I was running a restaurant, it was like, Oh, thank God, the holiday is over. And I can stay in bed today, watch a movie and eat, you know, eggs Benedict. And, and so no two years have ever been the same. Which were your favorite years? And can you recreate from there? Mm -hmm. Or do you want to try something different this year? I mean, have you have you tried um, being alone and going deep and doing your inner work? If you're always very social on a holiday, what would that be like? Um, would you like to go out and volunteer somewhere if it's something that you've actually never tried before? Because mm -hmm an amazing experience. And so what are the opportunities that might give you a different experience of what the holidays are like for you and what the holidays are like for other people? And maybe try something different this year. Maybe mm -hmm. try something different and see how it works for you this year. Maybe go out caroling. I mean, there, there, there's so many different things to do, you know. So... Um, yeah, I, um, I, I really, I know the pain. I know the suffering that people feel uh, during the holidays. I know it really well. Um, and it's just important to understand that we're all going through things on the holidays, every one of us. And we all do the best we can to make a choice to be able to come through it in a healing way. As Renee talked about, it's not like a long period of life. It's not like the phases of life that we're going through right now. Um, it's a short period. And how do you want to spend it? And how do you want to do something different? Mm -hmm. Do something different. So I think we've said a lot about it. I, I, one thing is this fall, I did this journey and I can't remember for which class it was, but it was about going before the memory 
like to journey back to before that memory and actually rebuilding strands. And I'm sure you probably have something like this too, where that you go before, before that bad memory or before that hurtful time and build from there. When I was a kid, my father was always 20 to 30 cars late. And I learned this trick one day, I don't know where it came from, where all of a sudden in my mind's eye, I envisioned the little girl getting tired of watching at the window, waiting and counting cars. And I saw her actually go into her room and start to draw a picture of something that made her happy. And so just maybe try that trick, like to go before that memory and see yourself actually taking a different route and letting it catch up with you today. Yeah. Um, as, as people know, if you've been listening to our show, um, I'm really into uh, Neville Goddard's work. Um, what Renee just uh, described is the core of his work. And it's um, basically, if you don't like the room you're occupying, imagine yourself walking out of that room and walking into another room where you're having the experience that you always wanted to have. He's taught tens of thousands, millions of people how to do it, and it's worked for them. <laughs> so um, it, it works really well. His work, he has millions and millions of followers, even though he's deceased. He's changed the lives of millions of people, teaching them how to use their imagination to occupy a new room, a new space in life. And so try, try what Renee's talking about. It works. It's worked for millions of people. So give it a go. How cool is that, that I just came upon that before you ever even talked about Neville? I still need to read one of his books sometime. All right. Well, speaking of reading and staying in tune with us, do you like the Shaman's Cave? Do you know where this is our last show in season five? And when we come back again, it'll be season six. And I just can't even believe that we've been sitting here. No. Because <laughs> we, we talk for at least a good hour or so before we even ever hit the record. And it's like the, my most precious time that I look forward to each and every time we get together. And, and, and when I read all of the comments that you make, it makes, it really swells my heart to think that there's so many of you who are sitting here with us for all of this time. And, and we really, we really adore each other and adore you. And if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be sitting here doing this. Well, we might, cause we really like each other. <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, I, I've been through a lot of challenging times in our five years of being together. And I have to say that I have never dreaded doing a show on the Shaman's Cave ever. I always get up excited to do it. So if you like us, and in my December transmutation news that just came out, if you'd like to read it, it you can look at sandringham.com. I wrote a really beautiful piece about sacred reciprocity, and I basically uh, used it as a way um, to talk about sacred reciprocity with the earth, but I had another reason for writing it, is that humans don't understand sacred reciprocity. So if you like our show, um, a way to give back and then something comes back to you on an exponential level is to like us and subscribe to us and, and share our show with other people and comment. It's just a way of saying thanks if you appreciate 
what Renee and I are doing together. And I hope that you do. We love talking to you. So um, anyway, I, I will sign off for now and just say blessings, everyone. And I, I wish you a beautiful holiday, no matter what choice that you make. I hope it's a, a good one for you. That's wonderful. And if you if you haven't been over to the fire tenders gathering, join us this year. It's over in the Wind Clan. And I think we have about 25 presenters in three days. And that should really give you some spirit for the for these holy days. So join us over there and we will see you. Uh, we will see you again in season six. That's right. <laughs>